something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. Yes, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Oh, now, King of endless words, no one could express how much you deserve though i'm weak and poor all i have is yours every single breath i'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required search much deeper within through the way things appear you're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you yes it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for the thing I've made it when it's all about you yes it's all about you jesus i'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you yes it's all about you jesus i'm sorry lord for the thing i've made it when it's all about you yes it's all about you Amen. We just want to welcome you this evening. Let's put it or keep it in the same key of C. Uh, let's sing that song, This Is My Story. This is my song. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. No
day long So perfect submission Perfect delight Visions of rapture Now burst on my side Angels Jesus. So I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me behind me the cross before me the world behind me the cross before me the world behind me no turning back no turning back so take this whole world but give me Jesus just take this whole world but give me Jesus and take this whole world, but give me Jesus, and I won't turn back. I won't turn back. Oh, I have started for the kingdom. I have started for the kingdom. I have started for the decided to follow Jesus. 
follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. And the cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Amen. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, switch it up this evening. Uh, Let's put it in the key of G. And uh, let's sing that song, You Are My All in All, uh, before we take our prayer request this evening. And you are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my all in all.
if you would just continue to play that softly. We have just a couple prayer requests here. Um, and at or once I finish reading these, if I could have uh, Brother Josh come up and pray over the prayer requests. And um, I'll also have the deacons come up and we'll take up the tithes and offering this evening. So just uh, be ready for that. Uh, we just want to uh, remember... Uh, uh, my Aunt Amber, who is having some issues with her back still and uh, is looking for uh, some treatment to begin, so we just want to remember her. Um, and also I have a prayer request here. Or I'm sorry, it's not a prayer request. Um, but I do have one here for uh, my uh, future uh, sister-in-law, Lauren. Um, she is uh, due for her third treatment of chemo on Friday, and um, so we just want to remember her. Um, she's still got a, a long ways to go, but we know that the Lord can still heal her of uh, the cancer and uh, to where she wouldn't even have to have any more treatments. So uh, those are the only prayer requests that I have. Uh, just remember me, too. I'm still dealing with some allergies this week, so uh, just remember me as well. But uh, I know we all have unspoken prayer requests, so just by the lifting of your hand, and uh, we'll pray over these needs. Just bow our heads. Lord Jesus, we're thankful, Lord, to gather in this building tonight, Lord, to worship you, to praise you, Father, for all our blessings, Lord. We're just so thankful. Lord, we pray for these needs, Lord, that were mentioned, Sister Amber, Lord, Sister Lauren, Lord, uh, for the cancer treatments, Lord. May you just bring them a healing touch, Father. Lord, we pray for the remainder of our song service, Lord. Uh, we pray for our pastor, Lord Jesus, as he prepares, Lord, to bring the word for us tonight, Father. Lord, as for these tithes and offering, Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to bless them, Father. May you help to grow it and multiply it, Father, and be with the ones, Lord, who can give and, Lord, that can't. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Just as they come by, you may have your seats. Um, and we do have one special this evening, what I thought was a prayer request. Um, but uh, Sister Heidi has a song, so if you would just go ahead and come on up. Um, and we'll sing just a chorus here real quick as she's coming. Um, just uh, let's put it in the key of C and let's sing Give Me Jesus. In the morning when I rise, oh, in the morning. When I rise in the morning, when I rise, just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Jesus, and give me Jesus. 
special. Let's just all stand and uh, we'll sing a couple choruses here uh, before the minister comes this evening. Let's sing that song, um, Have Your Way. F. So have your way.
want to invite Brother Tim to come at this time. Uh, let's sing He is Our Peace. He is our peace Who has broken down every wall He is our peace He is our peace broken down every wall. He is our peace. He is our peace. So cast all your cares on Him, for He cares for you.
let's have a word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, we are grateful and thankful to you. Yes, you are our peace. And you give us peace that passes understanding. We are grateful for this opportunity to come back to your house. And the message given unto each and every one of us since we met here last Sunday. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gathering of your people. For unto thee shall the gathering of your people be. We are grateful for grace that has brought us this far. And Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands and we ask that whatever is not pleasing in your sight, that you will forgive us and that you will cleanse us. And may your blessed Holy Spirit come and minister unto our needs, both young and old, from the pulpit to the pew, that we all be blessed and be edified to the glory of your name. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Once again, be with us in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Let's be seated for a moment. So we greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we thank him for his grace that has brought us this far. And particularly, I want to thank him also for the opportunity given to me to be here this evening and stand behind the sacred desk. And I want again to thank the pastor for giving me this opportunity. And as I stand here, it's the hand of the Lord. It's a miracle. And uh, I've been here for this past uh, almost nine months since I came into the country. And uh, it has been the grace of the Lord. Yeah, for this past uh, month, I've been uh, very sick. And uh, the Lord has been gracious. And... uh, I think almost, uh, yeah, I had this uh, challenge when I was here, 2021, and uh, I came in, and then uh, when I was, I think I was flying from Connecticut to this place, from New Britain or Atford Airport, and I have to connect a flight uh, to come to Charlotte, because that uh, I was to preach uh, Sunday morning for Brother Barry here and also for Brother Josh that Sunday evening. But then I realized why we had a break to connect the flight. I feel like going to the uh, restroom to pass water, but I realized when I get there, I, it was not coming. And uh, Throughout the flight, uh, it was very difficult. So, well, I was able to survive the flight and came in. 
So they put me in the hotel. And I was having these challenges, tried to use the restroom, and I could not. And uh, as the Lord, we have it. God is always faithful. And he's always gracious. And he's always on time. So that was uh, just at that time, Brother William came. That's my nephew, one of my nephews here. William came in. That's about 10 p.m. after to visit. He came to the uh, hotel room and, uh, with his family. So I told him, I said, brother, this is what I'm suffering. This is the challenges I'm having. And then he said, no, we have to go to the emergency. I said, what? He said, no, here in America, first thing, you have to go to the emergency. So we went, and then they were able to minister to me, and then the urine you know, retention was, they just uh, took it out, and they have to put the catheter on me. And they brought me back about 3 a.m. to the, back to the hotel, and then the Lord helped me. I was able to minister here that Sunday morning, and then Saturday evening, I still ministered to Brother Josh. And then uh, after a week, I traveled out of uh, this North Carolina to other places. That was in, I think, October or November. That was 2021. So I went back home, and I didn't have any problem again until the month of March, or somewhere ending of March, or somewhere that I have to, I was planning to travel I've been to Liberia in January. I was in Liberia for about seven weeks, and I came back home, and I wanted to go to uh, Sierra Leone, another West African country. But then I begin to feel funny when I want to use the restroom, and I, uh, what is this? So I thought, okay, Monday, this is weekend, Friday, Saturday, I said, okay, Monday, I'll try and go to see the doctor before I traveled. But then, that night, about 3 a.m., I, I, I realized I was not able to use the restroom to pee. So I called my wife, and then uh, they have to rush me, take me to an hospital, a private hospital, to check on me. And then they realized they have to, again, take the you know, urine out and they put the catheter on me. And uh, from then... Oh, it was pain after pain. So I was seeing the doctor here and there, and uh, oh, I was, I was really in pain for about two months, and uh, I didn't know what to do. And uh, my wife said, no, you have to find a way. She began to contact uh, our brothers here and there, my, my children, and then uh, William and Daniel. Everybody was involved to see what should be done. And they suggest, no, you have to travel out to the U.S. And I said, no, but I don't want to come to the U.S. And said, no, but you have to go. And so, finally, they were able to contact Brother Barry and uh, William and Daniel here. They were able to contact Brother Barry and told him that this is a situation that I've been very sick. And so Brother Barry called. And then he spoke. I could not even speak. Have, my wife has to speak to him and see what to be done. Then Brother Barry told me, it's okay, Brother Timothy. If you are able to travel out, you have to travel out now. So, by the grace of the Lord, I was able 
upon persuasion and the brothers talking, my wife and children, everybody talking. And because I've been in pains for that two months, I could not even sleep in the night or day. It was man. So finally, I made it to the U.S. in the last uh, July, 7th of July, 2022, I came to the U.S. And uh, I've been here going to see the doctor. And then uh, finally, they decided to have a surgery. It was a prostate. They said, my prostate has become so big, and uh, uh, that's what is blocking the urine tract there, so I could not. And uh, there was a cancer element in the, in the final and So they finally decided to have surgery. And uh, by the grace of Almighty God, the surgery was done. That was in November. And then after that was done, It came to a point, okay, I was the shot the next day after the surgery, so we came back home, and then with my wife, and then uh, after a while, you, I have to do some, uh, um, what is, what's the name again? <laughs> Where's my wife? Cystogram. Yeah, okay. So, where the Lord worked it out greatly and mightily. Because at that time, my sister and Daniel, they've traveled to Africa. But then, because I have that appointment, we went to the hospital for that appointment. And just as the time they laid me on the table to do the cystogram, I started shivering and shivering and shivering. And then, they, they didn't know what to do, so they have to go out and so who brought Timothy Ashon? And then my wife stood up and they said, no, there's something happening. So my wife came in and then from there they have to take me to the emergency room. But I thank God that it happened right while I was in the hospital. Because just the two of us were at home and if it had happened to me at home, it would have been very difficult. It would have been very bad. Because she, my wife would not know what to do. And even if you have to call, we have been dealing with Aaron has been the help. So, but to drive from his place to our place is about 40 or 45 minutes drive. But God is always there. A very present help in time of need. So from there, they rushed me to the emergency room, and then we were there for about six days. So, they treated, and they said it was an infection in the blood. So, different drugs, different check, yeah, and I don't know much about these medical terms or terminologies, but they work on it, and they have to give me this, and they have to give me that, and at a point, even from the emergency room, or to the emergency room from the place where they have to take the cystogram and they said everything of my was shutting down my system was going down but God again came on the scene a very present help in time of need and so they be kick up pick up again and then uh, 
the Lord saw me through that also. Then after we were discharged from the emergency, we came back home. Then they have to rush me again to the emergency, back to the hospital again. But the Lord is always good. And there also, he took us through. And so, the catheter was taken off after I worn it for eight months from May to January. And then, at another time, after we have come from the hospital, we're doing fine, managing here and there. But then I realized at a point I was having challenges even to walk. I could not walk. I think you all saw me sometime here with the, with the walker. I wasn't able. It was difficult to take a step, difficult to walk. We went out with Brother Barry and Sister Becky and Brother Aaron, and ah, it was difficult to walk. And uh, to move. Ah. So then Barberry arranged, and then I got that walker, and I was using it. If I had used it, even I would not have been able, if without, if it, to, to take a step, I could not do it. To walk, I would not be able to climb these steps. It was very difficult. When I lay down to get out of bed, my wife has to pull me out of bed because in the night sometimes to have to use the restroom, they have to I have to wake her up and she has to oh get me out. She herself has back pains and different challenges, but she has to do it. If Daniel is home, then he has to. If I have to call Daniel to come in, it was it was tough, but. God has been good to us. So for me to stand here this evening is a miracle. It's a paradox. That God is good. The Lord is good. I thank the almighty God for his faithfulness. I thank my wife for her support. I thank my sister, I thank Daniel William, and I thank the church. We want to come here, all of us as a family, God willing on Sunday, so that we can all give thanks to the Almighty God. I thank the pastor, Brother Barry, for the support he gave. And I, I, you've been so nice to us. You took us, one of you, and you've done everything, support us in prayers and financial support and every other thing, we say God bless you. And we really appreciate that so much. And so, I'm grateful to the almighty God that he has put me back, raised me up and I can stand by his grace. Yes, I love to do the service of the king. I've been preaching over 40 years and my desire and prayer, I'll continue. I say, Lord, if you heal me, I will testify everywhere I go. I will preach. I will, I, will, I will testify to the glory of your name and to the shame of the devil. 
And I want you to know that our God, he's still in the business of healing. When I was living home and they did PSA and I was cancer, whatever element, it was about 53. But when I came in, I went to see the doctor, it dropped to nine. And Monday we were there to see the doctor and he said, zero. So our Lord is wonderful. And this evening, I just want to encourage you to trust the Lord, to keep holding on, because God is faithful. There is nothing that he cannot do. And his hands are not shutting that he cannot save. He is still the great physician. He is still Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and my sisters, keep on trusting the Lord. Never be discouraged. Be strong in the power of his might. For faithful is he that has called us, and he will do it. It is no secret what God can do. I really believe it was very difficult for me. It was very challenging for me. My whole, almost a year, I could not do anything. Back home, if I have to go to church, I have to go down and just let I say, no, but I want to go to church. I, I, I like to go to church. Say, said, oh, let me just go. Even if I, I, I would just go and lie down in the office and then the, I, I just want to be under that atmosphere. It was difficult for this past almost year. But by his grace, I can raise my leg. I can raise my leg. Yes, sir. Amen. Brother Tong, thank you. The day I came to church and Brother Tong brought me the worker. Oh, I feel very little. I see this early brother run to bring me the worker. To use. And then, so he gave me a, a special seat at the back. But that is cancel. <laughs> Over, Brother Tom. <laughs> when I come to church, I get right here. <laughs> I think we started last Sunday because last Sunday we didn't sit at the back. We got right here. So we praise the name of the Lord. Thank you all for your prayers. We uh, really appreciate you. This is home for us. This is home. Once we are here, it's our home. And once again, thank the pastor for receiving us, accepting the challenge because somebody has to accept the challenge. Because think about America, finances, who is going to sponsor, who is going to... But the pastor said, come. Say, Brother Timothy, come. And they took up the challenge. And by God's grace, I'm fine. Amen. And I'm getting fine every day. Amen. And it's getting better every day. Amen. And the Lord who started that good work will bring it to completion. May God bless you. Let's stand to read a portion of the scripture to encourage ourselves. Let's turn to the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel. Just a few things there to encourage ourselves. 1 Samuel, chapter 17. 
Let's read from verse 31. And when the words were heard, which David speak, they rehearsed them before Saul. And he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth. And he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. The servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he have defied the armies of the living God. David said moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the power of the lion and out of the power of the bear, he will Deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Amen. Shall we please be seated? Praise the name of the Lord. Let me read the scripture also from Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 10, verse 24. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as master, and the servant as his Lord. If they've called the master of the house Bezebul, how much more shall they call them of his household. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in the light, in light, and what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather, fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Amen. So we are very grateful to the Almighty God again for this wonderful opportunity uh, to be in the house of the Lord. And I'm very happy for this opportunity to stand behind the sacred desk over here, uh, which is home to me. 
and uh, share and, uh, you know, bless the name of the Lord. And this evening, just to encourage ourselves, let's take you from David speaking, verse 34, 1 Samuel 17, 34. And David answered and said, thy servant... Uh, let me just. Uh, thy servant kept his father's flock, sheep, and uh, came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And then, and when he stand, rose against me, I caught him and by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion, and the bear. And this uncircumstanced Philistine shall be as one, seeing that he has defied the armies of the living God. What I want us to encourage ourselves is that uh, David coming on the scene and said to the people, in that hour of crisis, in that difficult hour, when the army was in the corner, they have been cornered, Israel, the church, the old nation has been cornered. And there was a big challenge. There was a Goliath that was standing before the church. There was an enemy. A Goliath before them and just hold the whole, the whole army in ransom. Nobody could speak. Nobody could say anything. And fear gripped every one of them. Even the king was in great fear. He said they were greatly afraid and dismayed. Because this guy or this man, the, the, the Bible says he was a champion. He has a record that they all knew. Because even Saul testified and told David, this man has been a man of war. From his youth. So he was a man that had a testimony. They knew him. And that alone put fear in them. That a man can come up and stood before the people and he said, Look, you don't have, we don't have to fight. Just give one man. We don't have to shed blood. Just give one man. If he kill me, we will serve you. If I kill him, you will serve us. And the scripture tells us for 40 days this Goliath has been coming and going, coming and going. And it seems the church had no answer. The people didn't know what to do. But God always knows what to do. God always has an answer. Is more than able. So, whatever condition, whatever situation you might find yourself in today, all that I want you to know, let not your heart fail. Let not your heart fail. It does not matter what the doctor says. It does not matter what the situation is. Let not your heart fail. That's why Jesus always comes on the scene and tells us, fear not. If we are to fear, with the Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. 
Jesus told us who to fear. He said we should fear God. Who has the power to destroy the soul and the body and cast it to hell? But don't fear man. Trust in the Lord. The fear of God will make us to obey his word. I step down from the scene so that you know what God has done. There was a time if I have to climb a step or they have to lift me to sit in brother Aaron's car. He has to hold me. He has to lift me. To sit in the car, they have to raise my leg so that I will be able to sit down. In pains, brother Daniel has to do the same. My wife has to do the same. But by the grace of almighty God, let not your heart fear. Whatever situation we might be in is just temporary. God allows things to happen to give us a trial so that you can have a testimony. You should remember the other time we came to church even to pray, Brother Barry has to bring me the mic at the back. Because to walk to the front was a problem. But see me standing here today. It's a miracle. To see the works of our God. That our God is still able and more than able. So, let not your heart fail. Fear not, little flock. There might be trials, there might be challenges. When he said fear not, that means we'll be confronted with situations, with challenges, with things that will make a man to fear. But he said, don't fear. Because I am there. I will take you through. I will see you through. I am more than able. Because God will not send you out and leave us alone. The prophet said, when God sends a man, he goes with the man. When God calls us, he, call, he doesn't call us to leave us halfway. For he said, lo, I am with you always to the end. So, let not your heart fail. If you look around, you don't see anything. You don't see him. He's still there. Because he said in his word, I will not leave you and I will not forsake you. Don't let the enemy torment you with the death. Oh, you are going to die. Even in death, we are winners. Even in death, the prophet of God said, we are not defeated. So, don't let him be tormenting you day and night. You are going to die. If we die, if I die, I don't belong to Satan. I still belong to God. Right. And the, but the prophet taught us that death does not change a man. It only changes our dwelling place. So, whatever you are here, that's all we'll be over there. So, don't fear what man can do to us. Let us stand for God. Your man. Young woman, let us stand for God. Church, let's stand for God. Because you will never be a loser when you stand for God. We are more than conquerors and we are winners all the time. Somebody say, praise the Lord. So, when I take my step, I take my step to glorify God. 
When I move, I move to glorify God. When I take my step, I glorify God. Because some time ago, it was difficult to take a step. But today, by his grace, I am moving. So whatever your state is, it's not permanent. It will change. It will end. So let not your heart fail. For faithful is our God who has called us and they will do it. Here was Israel, the church, in that condition. They didn't know what to do. But God has already planned and made a way. Remember, we, our life on earth has been pre-planned and pre-arranged by God. Don't feel bad. Don't feel dejected or don't feel oh, forsaken because maybe you have some challenge. Oh, you have, they say you are suffering from this and, you are, and then you look at yourself and you, you pity yourself. No. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord. God is still interested in every one of us. In his children. Because we are the purchase of the blood. We mean more to God than the blood that was shed. That is why he shed the blood to purchase us. May the Lord help us. Let not your heart fail. No matter what you hear, what was keeping the people, when they see Goliath, they see the height of the man, then they begin to describe him. Look at his head. Look at his fingers, 40 inches. Look at the spear. And they were describing. And what they were looking at made them to fear. They look, oh, he's coming again. And he comes and he said, look, give me one man. And he was speaking boastfully because he realized the people are cornered. So he just spoke and then the more he comes in and for 40 days, he was coming and he was going and anytime they see him and they hear the words of Goliath, then they were, they were severing. But David is coming. God was preparing a David at the backside of the desert. God knows what to do. And remember, he will always make a way. Because he said, I will build my church and the gate of fear shall not prevail against it. No matter how much the enemy will fight, he cannot prevail. He cannot win. Remember, Satan cannot win. He will try, but if he try one million times, he will fail. He has been trying ever since, and he keeps on failing all the time. So he will continue to fail. But the church will triumph by the grace of Almighty God. So let not your heart fail. And in that hour, the Almighty God came on the scene and just see the father of David has to send David. The father sent the son to make a way for his people. And God sent his son. For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son. That he will redeem us 
from the situation, from the corner, from the power of sin, from the power of death, from the situation, from demonic powers and evil forces that have engulfed us around and, and, and we could not. God sent the son to come in. Thank God for Calvary. Thank God for Easter. Thank God for the price that was paid on Calvary. When they didn't know what to do, when they didn't know what to pass, there was nowhere here, there was nowhere there. And they didn't know what to do. And they were in constant fear. Oh, fear torments. Fear brings failure. That's why he always says, fear not. Fear torments. The prophet of God said, there are two elements or two forces or two powers that controls every human being. Fear or faith. You are either controlled by fear or controlled by faith. And the fruits that comes out shows what is dominating your life. Perfect love casted at fear. And remember this. The prophet said, perfect faith is the master of all circumstances. No matter the circumstance. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Amen. I remember when I went to the, and the doctor, they checked, they said, oh, cancer here. And I said, I, I didn't fear. No, no. I didn't fear. Oh, and they said, oh, you don't have to worry. Just I said, no. I because fear torments. I didn't fear. No. Because I know God can do anything, anytime. I know. You know, sometimes, Brother Brown says, sometimes a witness must suffer a little. A little for your testimony. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Sometimes a witness must suffer. And God allows it so that you can have a testimony. As I'm standing here, I have a testimony. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Because I've been there. And I've seen what God can do. I know what God can do. So how can you explain it away from me? You can't do it. So God allows situation to come to enrich your testimony. To know what to say. When we go, when we get to the marriage supper, it is going to be testimonies. So if you don't have a test, what are you going to say? Are you going to see them? Mumu there. Hallelujah. And the prophet of God said, if you have a trial, you find favor with God. And he said, God has confidence in you as he had in Job. And he said, because God knows you will pass the test. Praise the Lord. God knows you will make it. Don't be a, you will make it by his grace. Because God has not predestinated you to fail. He has predestinated us unto adoption of sons. Sons and daughters of God. We can't fail. Because it is God's responsibility to see us through. And he will see us through. Because without him, we can do nothing. So he will see us through. Hallelujah. Tell somebody by you, he will see you through. Tell your brother, tell your sister, he will see you through. He will see you through. Say, tell me too. Amen. Glory to God. 
And I said, Satan is in trouble. For touching me, he get problem. Because I am going to expose him more. Because I'm going to testify. Because I'm going to tell what God has done for me. Because I'm going to make him to know that he's a loser. And he has no power over me. I will testify to the glory of God. Because God has done it for me. And he will do it for you too. So let not your heart fail. His God is our peace. And he is our king. He is our redeemer. He is our savior. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm so glad that he cares. I'm so glad that he lives. I'm so glad that he's able. Praise the Lord. I that walk could not walk. Oh, Aaron, he pities me so much. But today, look at me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Satan is shame. Yes, sir. I said, I'm not going to keep quiet. I'm going to declare it. Oh, my. I'm going back home by God's grace. But I will come back. I will be back here again by God's grace. But God is good. Let not your heart fail. In that hour, they didn't know what to do. And they felt when we are at the end of it. Just at that time, here comes a David. A young man or a young boy sent by the father. The steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. He was sent to go and see how his brothers were doing and give some food or whatever to the captain to them. But God has a greater purpose for David going at that time. And God has a greater purpose for your life. For your marriage, for the man you marry, for the woman you marry, for the husband, for the children. God has a greater purpose for our lives. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, that we pray, God, help me to know why I am here. And when it is known to you, stand there. Surrender to it. Hallelujah. When David got to the place... And then comes a Goliath, and everybody was running. David said, what are they running for? What is happening here? Everybody running. Soldiers were running. Oh, come. He said, what is happening? Said, Look at that man there. Who is that? Look at that man there. He said, you know, this man is coming to embarrass all of us. For what? You know what? David had had an experience. Had met God. He had an experience that none of the people knew about it. He has met God at the backside of the desert. And when a man meets God and is anointed by the Spirit of God, he will not be running away. He will be facing the challenge. He will be facing the opponent. Because he has been anointed for a purpose. And that anointing will never be in vain. That God's grace will come upon us. That each and every one of us will receive that anointing of God. So that we can serve the purpose of God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why I said, wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Wait for that that anointing. Wait for the power from on high. 
Young men and young women, may God anoint each and every one of us so that we can save that purpose of God. And then he comes on the scene and then his brother said, what are you here for? He said, is there not a cause? And they tried to talk him away. Nobody refused to be spoken out. He knew he has met God. And they tried to push him here and there. And they said, no way. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let anything and anybody or any devil intimidate you. No. And the only way is that they that knew their God shall be strong. So we need that revelation. You must know the purpose of your life. The call of your God, the Lord in your life. What God has called you for. Hallelujah. That God chose me. God has elected me and he brought me here for a purpose and I'm ready to serve that purpose. Even if I have to die, I will die. Because if my death will glorify him, I'm ready to go. Say amen to God's word. Because whether you like it or not, if that is the way he has ordained, it will come. It doesn't mean you are defeated. No. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we are serving. How great is our God? What can't he do? What can't he do? What can't he do? He can do all things. It's more than able. But we have all been ordained and we have all been brought here for a purpose. I cannot serve your purpose and you cannot serve my purpose. But you must know your purpose and serve your as the grace of God to serve your purpose. So I will be at my post and you will be at a post, your post. The prophet of God said in the army, every one of us have a place to stay. As a unit of the army, we have been placed here to serve a purpose. If you get out of, of, of your place, it will cause a mess in the army. But as long as we all stay in our place, oh man, the army will go on and there will be victory for us. And so here comes a David. And then this one said, what are you here for? And this one, and the Bible said he moved away from this one because somebody was trying to discourage him and uh, what are you here for? And he moved away from those unbelievers. You don't give your ear to foolish things. Don't give your ear to something that will grieve your spirit. No, no, I don't want to listen to that. I want positive things. I want positive words. I want encouragement. I want people that will let me know, yes, keep pressing on. No, no, oh, brother, you can't do it. Hey, if you don't have the faith to do it, don't stand on somebody's way. Oh, if you cannot do it, somebody can do it. So don't stand on the way of that somebody that can do it. God raised a David and he comes on the scene. And they say, no, we are, you are a naughty boy. You are too new. You are like this. You think you know more than anybody here. Get out from here. He said, no. Is there not a cause? There is a cause. He moved away. And he said, what is, what is happening? And they said, look, you see this man that has come here? His helmet is like this. His spear is like this. And they, all those things put fear in them. But fear not, little flock. Let not your heart fail. God is faithful. God is faithful. And he's still faithful. Praise the name of the Lord. It's always, listen, it's never late. It's always on time. He just, he knows what to do at all times. Oh, hallelujah. Brother Brandon said, the Christian life 
if somebody is not centered on the scripture, it seems that the Christian life holds a lot of disappointments. But he said, those disappointments are God's divine will happening to us. He said, it might not seem like that, but it is. And God allowed these things to come to give us a a test to prove us. Prove you. Test you. See what it will do. May God help us and give us grace to stand. Sometimes you have to stand alone. But don't be afraid to stand alone because he's there with you. They might not understand you. Your friends might not understand. You don't have to worry about them. This one don't understand me. That brother don't understand. My wife don't understand. My husband don't understand. Nobody understands. God understands. Make sure you are in his will. And be in the will of God does not say that everybody will appreciate you. That everybody will be laughing with you. No. God's way means every demon in hell will be pointing at you. Every arrow in hell will be directed at you. But let us stand firm. Standing on the promises of God. Stand on God's promises. I will not leave you and I will not forsake you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why Brother Branham, when he was in Portland, Oregon, and the demon-possessed man came, everybody was running away. When that man said, I will break every bone in you. Snake, you are a serpent. You are this and that and that. And the demon was speaking through that man. And calling, you are a serpent. I will break every bone in you. And just spitting here and there. And everybody was running away. But that man has met God. God gave him the commission. Nothing can stand against you. Nothing can overcome. So he stood on that word. He said, when that demon-possessed man was coming, and people were running away, this one, he said, they want to call police. He said, no, this is not police matter. Just let him come. He knew what he was standing. He knew the commission. He knew his commission. He knew what God told him. Oh, Lord, help us. Brothers and sisters, so that we will not be wishy-washy. What went he in the wilderness to see? A bruise shaking with the wind. He said, that was not John the Baptist. That man know where he stands. And we must know where we start in this hour when the whole place is shaking. Glory. Hallelujah. Satan is in trouble. Because this boy will not keep quiet. Hallelujah. Whoa. We will serve Jehovah. We will preach the gospel. We will live for Jesus. It's a privilege to serve Jesus. It's a privilege to live for young men, young women. David said, I've been young and now I am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed of the righteous begging for bread. Surrender to Christ. Give your heart to Jesus. He will take you through. If he has taken us through and has brought us to where we are today, we are going all the way. We are heavily bound. We are rapture bound. Oh, hallelujah. Woo, what a day that will be. Ah, this afternoon I was sitting there and I was thinking about the friends that have gone ahead of us. My friends, my brothers, loved ones that have gone ahead of us. I'm thinking what a day it will be when we meet again. Oh, what a day it will be 
when we meet again, we see our friends and loved ones. Oh, what a day to be at the meeting in the air. Oh, brothers, what God, eyes have not seen, yes, have not heard. That's what God has prepared for us. Amen. So be encouraged and let not your heart fail. And there comes a David, and he goes there. When nobody thought, nobody thought not anything could be done, hey, God brought us here. He has a work for us to do, and that work will be done. He will see to it. And he goes and made a king, uh, and saw, and Saul said, son, you are youth. You are a young man. Uh, this man has been a man of war from his youth. So, uh, I don't, David said, hey. I took care of my father's flock and the bear came and took one and I ran after him. I smote him. When he turns against me, I grabbed him and killed him. So I saw a lion. So, the very God that delivered me from the power of the bear and the power of the lion, he would deliver this uncircumcised Philistine into my hand and I will kill him. God will do it. And God will do it for you. He said, God will deliver him to me. They were listening. When Goliath was coming and speaking, nobody made effort to go out. They were all quiet. Because they forgot what can do. They forgot. They thought days of miracles was over. They thought nothing could be done. But David said, no. All things are possible. David believed in the God the same, that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God of Abraham. He said, the God that did this for me. Look into your life. If God's grace has brought you this far, God's grace will take you through. We have not come here by our own might. Oh. It's the grace of God. So if grace has taken you through all the challenges and trials and has brought you to this hour, it will take you through. Look into your life. What God did for you yesterday, don't forget it. We should not forget it. Like the children of Israel, in the wilderness, in their journey, they forgot the works of God. And the question, is God among us at all? Because they have challenges here, and they have difficulties here, and they forgot about it. And yet God did so many things for them. God said, I've done all these things for you. And still you are doubting me. Don't be like them. Be like the Joshua's and the Caleb. When the men's heart were failing them, and they didn't know what to do, and they were afraid, and they said the people we saw there are giants, and they are Amalekites, and they are Amalekites, and they are Jebusites, and they are this and that. Joshua and Caleb could say today, let no man's heart fail. Because of the Jebusites, because of the Amalekites, because of their stature, because of their height, because of the city that is faced, don't let your heart fail. God is able to make a way for us. God is still able today to make a way for his children, to make a way for his church, because I will build my church. And remember, the church is the call at once. Not the building. But you as an individual that have experienced Calvary, that have experienced God, experiencing in a personal way, 
You've met him. You've been called by him. And he has sanctioned you, sealed with the Holy Ghost. You've met him. Nobody can speak you out of it. Nobody can explain it away. Let no man's heart fail. Joshua said, let no man's heart fail. Caleb said, let no man's heart fail because of these people. When that man, Portland, Oregon, come in there and speaking against the prophet, you're a devil, you're a snake, you're this and that. The prophet stood there. And the man was coming. And people didn't know what to do. But you know the secret brethren said, I loved him. The man that was cursing him, the man that was, he said, I love him. What about us? He spoke against me. He said this about me. He disgraced me in the public. The prophet said, I love him. Because I realized it is not this man's intention to harm me. It was the devil. He said, I love the man and I rebuke that spirit. Don't just be looking at me. That's what the prophet said. What about us? And then we don't talk to people because the way he spoke to me and this and that. We don't talk to people. I'm not free with this man. I'm not free with that woman. I'm not this and that and that. I don't want to talk to my husband. I don't want to talk to my wife because he did this to me. Look at that sitting down. The prophet said, when he was speaking against him, when he was cursing him, he said, I love that man. Because I realized it is not this man's intention to harm me. He said, this man might have wife. He might have wife. He might have children. But the devil has taken possession. So I love the man and I rebuke that spirit. He said, because you have spoken against the servant of God, you shall bow before me. So I will show you whose face I will bow. He went down. Brother Brown was not afraid. Because he has met God. Let not your heart fail. When we were in a meeting, one of the meetings, and, uh, and uh, he prayed for these girls, and the girls were, you know, healed. And then the, the, there was a rumor in the camp that the FBI people were in the meeting, and they were coming to expose Brother Branham. Brother Branham said, I've, I said, I've been doing my best to be exposed. FBI people? He said, no. When the sister said, Brother Branham, sorry, we are put into trouble. He said, for what? He said, the FBI people are here. He said, oh, forget. He said, FBI people, they come to the meetings and they are converted. They get converted. Yes. Today, you will tell me you want to expose William Branham, the messenger of God, for what? There were FBI people. There were secret agents that comes to the meetings here and there. They set trap here and there. What was he afraid of? He was afraid of nothing. Because you don't have to fear if you don't have any skeleton with you. There was no shadow about him. No, he only lived a good life and served the Lord. So there was nothing to fear. To be exposed. Exposed of what? Is it today you come and tell me you want to expose William Branham? That William Branham was a false prophet? In that day there were people. 350 Greater Chicago Ministry Association. They were not able to speak. And you will speak today. They were theologians. They were Bible scholars. All around. They were not able to speak. Is it today? Let not your heart fail. 
This message is the vindicated message of Jehovah God. May the Lord help us, saints of God. Have faith in God. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. They came to the meetings and they said they're going to expose him and, and the prophet come and stood behind the pulpit and he said, they said the FBI people are here to, to expose me. I'm ready. And he stood behind the pulpit and he said, it's two backsliding preachers that are here, that are doing that. And he looked at them and he said, you sat in your hotel room, you had coffee, your coffee table was like this, and you said you are coming to do this and that. They ran away. They ran out. Let not your heart fail. The God that sent us is with us. The God that sent this message and the messenger, he's still with us. Let not your heart fail. Praise be to our God. Let me try and close because uh, these things you will never finish. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Brother Brandon said, every day we're sitting here tonight, we are positionally in Christ. Elected, election, calling, anointing, placing. He elected you and called you. He elected you and called you. Then he anointed you with the Holy Spirit. And now he's placed you in the body of Christ. Each one of these Davids, each one of these Davids that are sitting down here. Where is Goliath? Who is the Goliath? Brother Branham, that cancer that is eating you up, that's right. That tumor that is hanging on you, then cataracts on your eyes, that crippled arm, everything looks at it and says, it can't be done. The devil says, you might as well quit believing. You might as well say so. You can't get where. But the Christ that made you stop your drinking, smoking, lying, stealing, that saved you from a life of drunkenness, from rollings, from sin, and the devil's grave, if God can do that for you, he can save you from your TB, from your cancer. He is a Goliath. Don't take his boost. Stand in the name of the Lord. Stand in the name of the Lord Jesus and challenge him to a showdown. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel religious. Find your place, positionally place, and know that God called you. God brought you here for a purpose. And I strongly believe the prophet of God said, until God has finished with us, no devil can take my life. No devil, no disease, no, no power can take me from here. No matter what happens, until God has finished with every one of us, nothing can take us out of here. I strongly believe in that. If I die today, then God has finished with me. That's it. I'm ready to go. Brother Brown said, when he finished with me, I don't want to be here for one minute. I want to go. What do we do when God has finished with you? What will you be doing here? 
But until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, we'll continue to serve the Lord. Until then, I'll continue to preach. Until then, I'll continue to testify. Until then, I'll continue to come to church. I'll continue to worship. Until then, until when it's finished with me. Let not your heart fail. He won the victory for us. He's with us. He promised never to leave us and never to forsake us. No matter how dark it gets, remember, he's with us. Let not your heart fail. Let no man's heart fail. Or because the doctor said this, because this one said that. Don't let your heart fail. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He makes a way where there is no way. He is our God. He is our peace. It's everything to us. Don't you love him? Oh, he deserves everything. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my love, my life, my everything. He demands all. Not wishy-washy. Not dilly-dally. Let's fully get committed to the cause of Christ. Let's serve him before that is in us. Knowing that our labor of love will never be in vain. He promised us he will reward us. He will take care of us. What a day it will be when he takes us by the hand and leads us to that promised land. What a day that will be. What a time that will be. Eyes have not seen. Years have not heard what God has prepared for us that love him. God be with you, church. God be with you, my brothers and sisters. Let no man's heart fail. No matter what. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the resurrection and the life. He's our savior. Let not your heart fail. He has a David. He has a Gideon. He will always raise up somebody. He will always make a way. He will always do it. He's always doing it. And he will continue to do it. May God's grace be upon each and every one of us. Get that experience at the backside of the desert. And when you meet him, nobody can talk you out of it. Nobody can explain it away for you. God bless you. And God be with you. Shalom. The song leader should come and... uh, Just sing a song so that uh, you can just worship and close. God be with us. God bless But until then, my heart will go on singing. But until then, joy
I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing on the promises of God, my Savior. I'm standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Oh, I'm standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, yes, I'm standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Oh, yes, I'm standing. Standing. I'm standing on the promises of God, my Savior. I'm standing. Standing. promises of God. One more time. Oh, I'm standing, standing. I'm standing on promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. And yes, I'm one of the few. I'm one of the few, and by faith in God's word I can claim it. Though the way may seem long, though the opposition strong, for the bright 
dismiss I do have a couple of announcements that were just handed to me um, I have a quick prayer request that was handed to me after we prayed uh, just to remember uh, Frank Hickman and his family um, unfortunately he is in the process of passing away so we just want to remember him and the family they are friends of uh, Sister Connie and Brother Troy so we just want to remember them uh, and just remember uh, the meetings this weekend, Saturday uh, at 7 p.m. And then Sunday we have uh, the regular time, one service. And uh, just remember um, that uh, we have the dinner right after the morning service. Um, each family is asked to only bring a vegetable dish, um, a side, or a dessert. Everything else will be provided. So just uh, remember the meetings this weekend as well. And if I could have Brother Aaron come up and just dismiss us in a word of prayer as well at this time. Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your wonderful works. You are not just a God of history and not just a God of yesterday, but you are a God of today. Father, you feel all time, space, and eternity. Lord, you declare the end from the beginning. Father, we thank you for your healing power. We thank you for Brother Timothy and his ministry and all what he has managed to do for the bride of Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your hand that was upon his life. We thank you for making us be part of that testimony. And Lord Jesus Christ, we ask, Father, even for this prayer request that has been presented before us, Lord. Lord God, we just pray for the family and we pray for, for the man who is uh, lurking in the shadows of death. Father, we ask that, Lord God, if there is a way, oh God, if it is in your will, Father, that you may bring him back to life. But Father, it is not for us to decide or to set boundaries, but we just commit him and his family into your hands. We pray, Father, that you may be with them and you strengthen them, oh God. Father, I want to take this opportunity even to pray for our pastor who is away, Lord. 
Lord Jesus Christ, just bless him and his wife as they travel back. Lord God, we are also praying for the meetings that we have for this Easter. Father, we are looking forward to it, oh God. May it be a revival. May, Father, the anointing of the Holy Spirit just pour in the church. And, Father, may you give the minister, Lord, a word for the right season that, Father, we might have a revival. Father, to make a stand, as the minister was saying, to make a stand to know who we are. That, Father, when we meet the Goliath of our lives, we'll be able to say, by God who helped me through the bear, by the power of God who helped me through the lion, we are able to leap over the wall and to run through the troop. We thank you. Be with us, Lord, and bless the balance of our week as we commit everyone into your hands. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Just sing this chorus now as uh, we dismiss and uh, just sing it, put it in your hearts uh, that because he lives, we can face tomorrow and we can take those next steps. Oh, and because he lives, I can face tomorrow because. Yeah.